Hello everyone and welcome to another one-shot video. As always, any other videos can be found elsewhere on the channel. Uh, all written versions of anything I post can be found on the Jewel Shocks and Daydreams blog and audio files on your podcast feed at the Jewel Shocks and Daydreams podcast. But let's get into it. So with the delightful news that Hugh Jackman will be reprising his role as Logan or Wolverine, depending on what you want to call him, in Deadpool 3, announced via a fantastic video that is surely the envy of numerous marketing teams, I got to thinking about how I'm actually very much on board with this happening, and so I will explain why that's the case in this one shot. Now, to start off on a more negative note, which I shall counter with some positivity, I've already seen a division in the reception of this news. There are those out there who, and fair enough for having your own opinion, feel as though Hugh Jackman returning as Wolverine tarnishes his song song in Logan. But I don't believe this to be the case. Now, my first argument against this derives more so from Doctor Who than it does from Logan. Now, time travel shenanigans can make for an even more bittersweet narrative if done correctly. A quick rundown for those who may not be in the know, but Doctor Who focuses on a time-travelling alien known as the Doctor. This titular character often gets him or herself into quite a bit of trouble, but always ends up saving the day most of the time. Now, in one of the revival series, that being episodes from 2005 onwards, the audience is introduced to a character called River Song. Now, without going heavy into plot details, because of how timelines can be out of sync, this is the final time that she sees the Doctor, but it is his first time seeing her. Now, later episodes did have her popping up and playing a key role in events, but the timelines were going in the opposite direction relative to them. So in her final appearance, it's very much role reversed. The Doctor has spent all this time with her, yet she hasn't yet with the new incarnation that he's now in. I think that's how it all played out anyway, and like I say, it was very bittersweet because you knew what was coming for her. Now, the reason I mention this is uh, out in the context of Deadpool 3 and Logan. At the time of writing this and recording, one would assume that Logan is still set at the end of that particular X-Men timeline, and as such, Deadpool 3 being set before doesn't alter the events of that film because they technically haven't happened yet. Now, I know some don't like prequels, which I guess that could be seen as, because they won't feel any stake for Logan's characters, but I'd argue in this example that both Logan and Deadpool are nearly indestructible anyway, so they can still be having limbs hacked off and whatnot, as Deadpool literally has in his previous films. Now, with relevance to Doctor Who and how it sometimes utilises the timelines of characters, it could make Deadpool 3 incredibly bittersweet. Logan and Deadpool may have some kind of fantastical adventure that's bombastic and over the top, but you know that ultimately, even though he'll survive, the end of Logan's character is still to come in the future. Now, I personally think it could tug at some heartstrings really, really well, rather than having the opposite reaction. Now, the other way that somewhat intertwines with the argument above is how nothing is really that left field in the MCU now that the multiverse has been established and seems to be a focal point going forward. As such, there are two ways to handle Logan and his character here. The first is to have the version we see on screen be the iteration that we're already familiar with, and again, I don't think this tarnishes anything that happened in Logan, because by the end of Deadpool 3, they can easily establish some plot reasons to why Logan must return to his universe, and it may seem a little convenient, but it could work. Now, the second option is more in line with Charles Xavier and his appearance in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. In that film, we were introduced to the Illuminati, which was comprised of variant versions of already existing MCU characters, though I guess every Marvel film is technically canon now. And a few familiar faces that we hadn't yet seen, namely Xavier. I'd like to point out here how I didn't particularly hear a big uproar about Patrick Stewart returning, and if anything, I heard mostly praise. And with that in mind, I think it's why Jackman's return could still work too because after all, Logan was as much a send-off for Xavier as it was for Chapman's character. Don't forget that. 
Now, because this was a variant Xavier and much more of a short cameo appearance, I am hoping that Jackman gets the majority of the movie with Reynolds, I wasn't too surprised when he was killed by Wanda. And that said, his death was still quite brutal, but in the long run, you know there's multiple Xaviers out there in the multiverse, and they don't all have to be Patrick Stewart. Similar to how the Spider-Men for some reason were all different, though of course that's because people wanted to see Toby and Andrew return, and... Yet, in some multiverse characters, they seem to all be played by the same role, such as Benedict Cumberbatch playing the various Doctor Strangers. Now, when you consider how Deadpool is, it works heavily in Marvel's favour if Jackman is playing a variant or if he is the version we have come to know over the past few decades. If it's a case of the former, then Deadpool will of course acknowledge something is a bit different and certainly reference how Jackman seems to need to leave at the end of the film, but he can do this equally effectively if the version Jackman has already played. Now again, it may seem plot convenient, but it could work. If this was the original version, a short throwaway line from Logan about how he's never going to talk about this again is more than enough to fit in with both his character and why Logan never draws on this adventure. Now I think we can assume this may actually be Jackman's reprisal, or his final reprisal of the role, even though he said that before, because he has said in the past, I think I read this and saw this somewhere, that it, the training regime does batter his body incredibly nowadays and he is getting a bit older. Again, something Deadpool would no doubt comment on. Now I'm okay with that though, in that when the quote-unquote main MCU version of Wolverine is introduced, there could initially be some comedic goal from Deadpool about how it's not Logan and how he looks different, and that this will take some getting used to. This angle could be hilarious if it fits into the context of the characters and their personalities. It also means that a new MCU Wolverine could lend for either original stories to be told, or to ones done in the previous X-Men films could be touched upon without feeling like a carbon copy rehash. Now, ultimately, I think that's all I have to say about the matter for now. Original or variant, I think there's multiple ways in which Jackman reprising his role as Logan and Wolverine could be written into the narrative seamlessly without it feeling like a simple bit of fan service or throwaway inclusion. At the end of the day, even if it doesn't quite work, I know I'm going to have a damn good time watching the movie. And also, Logan came out five years ago. And if you took the blip, which takes five years prior to being fixed, don't tell me that grief goes away that quick, because I will be shedding a tear when Jackman returns, and I know others will too. As always, thanks for checking this post out. It's uh, Jewelshock Dreams on Twitter if you'd like to head over there, and Jewelshock underscore and underscore daydreams on Instagram. But feel free to like and subscribe. I'm told to ask people to do that. Uh, but otherwise, stay safe, take care, peace and nugs.